Hi, and welcome to the Thriving Entrepreneurs 15 Minutes. She is Rochelle Learling, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. Welcome. <laughs> Today, we're taking a topic that is sort of an extension of our last one. Yeah. How does a founder entrepreneur communicate his or her vision through everyday activities? And I want to start us off with just a tiny story. Mm-hmm. Masons or bricklayers, you go up to one of them and you say, what are you doing? And the person replies, I'm laying brick. You go up to the second one and say, what are you doing? And that person says, I'm building a cathedral. Therein lies the difference as far as I'm concerned. Rochelle, what do you think? Yeah, Yeah, thanks to Izzy for that comment. That was a great one. Yes. Um, Yeah, no. I think that's it. Um, I think vision is what gives a whole company determination, clarity, excitement, focus, Mm -hmm. thrill Mm -hmm. even. And that difference between just, you know, laying bricks and um, really going for the empire or building that temple, that is literally a difference of of thinking and feeling Mm -hmm. that this thinking is going to bring you further. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's very paramount to, um, to think like this, but in the end, how do employees get to think like this and talk yeah. like this without their leader um, mm-hmm. really vocalizing and living this vision of them? Yeah, because I kind of want to judo one of your statements from a company's success is dependent on the vision. Mm-hmm. That's true, but that kind of assumes that that vision is communicated and people live it and they understand it. Right. And you can have a great vision. You can have great goals and you can even have the capacity to reach those goals. But if all the individual parts that make up the machine of business don't understand Mm -hmm. what their cog in the machine does, Mm -hmm. including you Mm -hmm. as a leader, that vision is just incredibly difficult to execute. Yeah. And and that is the reality of many companies. That's just a dead document, just Mm -hmm. laying around somewhere in your drive folder, let's say. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it goes without saying that if you were to combine that vision in your everyday actions, as we talked about, like as a promo up until this Mm -hmm. this moment in this life, um, that makes a big difference. And how do you do that? That's a big question. But I think that, as you say, often when the leaders are not even sure how the vision is communicated in their daily actions, how do you expect your employees to do so? And um, I think that if there would be anything, there would be, powerful in regards to living that vision. It would be tying the company goals and actions and individual actions and goals to that vision. Mm -hmm. That's how relevant it should be really. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, I think that's the basic basics of what we're talking about here that if somebody doesn't understand that putting, you know, mortar on a stone and laying it down is contributing to a safe place for a community to gather when everybody's done, it's very difficult for them to have agency or have responsibility and understand Mm -hmm. what it is that is significant about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really nobody's going to tell them that except for the owner, entrepreneur, founder, Mm -hmm. whoever's running the business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, The question to ask, I think, first of all, is when something doesn't go right or when you feel frustrated or your 
or your employees are frustrated, what's the roadblock there? Like what actually happened? And now sometimes it's, you know, there wasn't enough budget, there wasn't enough time, you know, somebody changed plans, uh, a vendor fell through, but how, how did you handle that? And how did the person who was doing that particular job handle it? Because if they understand the vision and where they're going and they right. have some agency and responsibility, they're able to adapt what it is that they're doing. Right. And you would even ask um, or have them be appreciated for mm -hmm. their, their, their way of handling this, whatever it is. It could be mm -hmm. a failure. It could be, you know, something that really wasn't so great for the business. But if it's still aligned to the vision and they did what they were, well, supposed to do in terms of the alignment to the vision, mm -hmm. then that's actually worth, um, you know, like showing. Mm -hmm. um, but indeed, um, I do think that as we just started talking about in the beginning, the employee is often you know, almost accused of not having vision and having that commitment right. and not showing that ownership. Right. But to be super fair, I think it is often, I think almost always the owner or the leader that doesn't have this translation of vision in their daily actions. And we cannot expect them to take that from us if we're not showing that because in the end you're leading by example. So right. then my question would be to you, what would be the simplest thing? for leaders to really feel and live that vision on the daily? Well, I think it's almost exactly what we started with, how you connect what a person does with how it contributes to the collective output or the goal or something mm -hmm. like that, right? So if you take any kind of simple task, and we can stick with bricklayers because it's very mm -hmm. easy to understand, mm -hmm. but you know, being there on time, making sure you have the materials or the, or the, leader making sure that those people have materials mm -hmm. allow you to get closer to the finish of the building and the place for everybody to collect mm -hmm. and if something like that if something falls through the the leader can't you know the owner the leader the boss we have to pick on word there mm -hmm. but can't just say you're costing me money or this mm -hmm. is costing time or now the project is delayed well, all those things are true. It's not in the context of what the ultimate vision is. And so to be able to give somebody honest and direct feedback about how this affects the overall goal and the overall vision, mm -hmm. I think that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to ask Kathy, what is triggering about being a cog in the machine? Hmm. Well, there, she can answer. But uh, Michelle, what do you think about what is the simplest way to connect? Yeah, I'm asking you because I also wanted to have time to think about it. <laughs> but uh, now that I thought about it, um, I actually see this pattern with, let's say, team meetings, right? Like stand up meeting on Monday, for mm -hmm. instance, where we tend to want to talk about, you know, give me updates. How is this going? Do you mm -hmm. need any help mm -hmm. here? And that's all good. Mm -hmm. But I think what's often lacking is that leader who, you know, shows up and says, listen, guys, this is where we are compared to the vision. This mm -hmm. is what's kind of blocking us. What's not bringing us forward. Mm -hmm. If we were to, you know, change ABC or change the attitude towards ABC, then we would easily get there or faster or, hey, I see there's a roadblock there. We cannot really tackle it unless we get your feedback on what mm -hmm. is not working in that. Mm -hmm. Give me your feedback. Mm -hmm. And it could almost be like that. I would say Bible almost like that you constantly look at in the morning, like, how is this, how is this really aligned? 
with whatever right. we're doing. And if you're constantly reminding that team and yourself of why we're doing what we're doing and how cool that is and how close we are, that's thrilling. But often it is not. It's really yeah. not motivating just to work on the tasks and get challenges answered in itself. Yeah. I, I feel another judo move coming up. Mm -hmm. The the why we're doing what we're doing, I think is really important, but there's almost like a layer underneath that. Yeah. Why what why what you are doing is important to the why of what we're doing. Oh yeah. Because That's a perfect. lot of times people can't people can't make the connection between, you know, making copies or working in a company and doing something that doesn't seem really well connected to some kind of greater vision. Mm -hmm. And I say to all the leaders, entrepreneurs, founders out there, that's kind of on you because how is somebody supposed to understand something that they don't have access to, that hasn't been explained, that you haven't told them, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go back to Kathy yeah. here for a second. Hard edge limiting, not creative or, or organic. You and mean the I would, cog? Yeah, cog in the mm -hmm. machine. Mm -hmm. So I would say, depends on the machine. Right. And if you look at, let's think of a creative machine, uh, a really well run band. And those people have a structure, they have a song to sing or they have a presentation. But if you look at somebody like the Grateful Dead, some of their three or four minute recorded songs went on for half an hour, but there was still some sort of cohesive there, cohesive sense of purpose there. Mm -hmm. So I would say, Yes, a machine can be very hard-edged and can stop creativity, but if you have a machine that's that allows for that kind of thing, everybody participating together in it could be a really good thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess it's personal if it's triggering or not. And machine mm -hmm. might sound like you're working in order to get something running again. And yeah. I get that. But I yes. think we actually mean something really great, like the greater good, the thing that we're all working towards. Yes. And the bottlenecks that come. While, while we're at it. Yeah. Um, the, I think the other thing I would say to, you know, if we're, if we're talking about explaining to somebody why what they do fits in the why of what everybody does, mm -hmm. the, the statements have to be clear, but they can be very simple. Like they're not always, we're not going to make our quarterly numbers. Yeah. They're not always, you know, I set a goal for you to have this much output. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can very simply break down the steps. And even when somebody comes to you and says, I'm having a problem or here's the update, mm -hmm. you can take 90 seconds and ask that person, how do you think this fits in, in mm -hmm. the greater scheme of things? Mm -hmm. And be ready to be surprised because a different perspective often motivates somebody to make a different statement than than you can say mm -hmm. right and so if somebody comes to you and says the you know the the plant is running behind schedule and we've had all these problems with these machines instead of you know well that's not going to make our numbers you know you mm -hmm. know blah, blah 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 well what's going on there yeah if we're trying to achieve this kind of throughput to do this kind of thing yeah. how do you think we can get there Right. What do you need? What do we need to facilitate there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is another episode, but you know, what's the experience of you? Hmm. Are you 
you know, are you difficult? Are you demanding? Are you too, have you had no boundaries? You know, whatever the, whatever the thing is, yeah. or are you supportive, mm -hmm. right? Giving people what they need to do their jobs and understanding and helping them understand why doing their jobs makes the collective work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think with that ideal situation or experience of you, you would have to have that word of clarity in there. He or yeah. she knows what we're doing. He or she knows what's up. He or she is very much like almost like eager to get to the vision and knows exactly what we need to do to get there. And that is just exciting to be around. If you get to be part of that, if you can get to facilitate that vision and actually help that leader forwards as well. Like that's such a different statement than indeed you are, you know, pleasing, you're too kind, you just let whatever yeah. happen happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is almost unique. Um, yeah. I do think um, that if we go back to the practicality of this, that once again, I think many leaders haven't really thought through their vision, whether they came in later or whether they had the time when they started the company. So even if it were to be a dead document, you can always go back and revisit that and revive that and, and look at that from a very practical angle for your business. Maybe even make that into like a, a brainstorm or like a, what do you call it? Like an off uh, site session where you include everybody and ask them, how would this relate to your, your work? Yes. Your that's community? a great idea. That's a great idea. And to let those people work together, mm, right. So they can yeah. see how those pieces come together. Um, right. Of course, Jack, you've got a yeah, question. Yeah one minute before we're supposed to end how important or tied to this episode is the company mission statement uh mm. slash boilerplate uh i think you may have just given us a topic for another episode because that. yes it's important but to answer your question in 15 seconds it's only important in the context of what the company can do right so you have almost like different layers of a mission statement and you may want to, you know, rid the world of attorneys, but you've got other missions that are below that to get to that point. Mm -hmm. What would you say, Rochelle? It's almost like it's the, it's the harder shell of the softer vision. How do you mean? Yeah. Um, it is the aim it is that bullet bullseye thing that we're trying to do for a certain reason yet without the vision it's empty because without vision we're not really motivated to get there mm, mm. and in that sense they go together um but i think vision is often lacking more than mission mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and i i would also say it is a leader's job to make that connection between the company mission statement mm -hmm. and your junior art director that you just hired, who's doing yeah. production work for Google AdWords, mm -hmm. he or she in that new position should be able to understand why what they do in that certain way gets you down that big road. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yes. Yeah. P.S. This is 16 minutes now. <laughs> oh, 16 um. minutes. Oh, my God. No worries. Um, we never go over time. Yeah. Only by, only by a minute. Yeah, so thank you everybody for yes. uh, chiming in. Thank you for watching Jack. Thank you for your uh, prompt for the, for a new episode. And yes, yeah. I know we need to get together. Um, mm -hmm. Any parting words, Rochelle? 
sit yourself down, do an offsite, solo offsite, first of all, to really tie your vision towards the practical way of leading on the mm -hmm. day to day, and mm -hmm. then go back and ask the, the employees how this relates to them. Don't go and blame people. Go yeah. fix it yourself. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I think that's really good. I think my parting word is try to think about the why of what somebody's job is and do your best to explain that very clearly. Amen. Here we go. Thank right. you for watching and we will see you next week. See you next week. Thanks.